0: And here we are. It is a leap year. Happy 29th of February for anyone who is born or has a birthday on the 29th of February. That's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? I've never got my head around that. Welcome, everyone. I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. This is the alternative to the crappy lying BBC, the bullish. Bitcoin channel. If you're here for the first time, really important you do your own research. Don't listen to anything I've got to say. I'm just some British guy on the internet that wants to rant twice a week about his passion for Bitcoin. So do your own research. Today is the 29th of February 2024. As always, my motto For the last five and a half, almost six years of live streaming is strong Bitcoin hand. You build it, you hold through the bear markets, and you are vindicated out the other side. And that is what's happening right now, is it not? So if you're finding my channel for the first time, really important, go into the um, archives and go back through all my videos and you won't find one where I'm bearish. Not one. I may have been bearish on certain things happen at certain times, but on the overall Bitcoin trajectory, I have always been mega bullish. And you've only got to zoom out on the charts and you'll see that. So check out the websites. There's loads of interviews at bitcoininterviews.com with some of the greatest minds in Bitcoin. And my advice is don't leave any coins on an exchange, people, because if you do, you'll probably end out losing them. Well, you know, that's that's not fair. You may lose them, whereas when you've got them in self-custody, they belong to you. Um, I would encourage you all to go into the show notes, click on the link tree link there, and follow me on link on, on some of those other platforms. That's what... Um, you never know if my channel's going to get taken down. Hang on a sec. I've got something's gone wrong yet again. There it is. Um, so it's always worth following me somewhere else. And I would encourage you to get, click in the link and see where else. I mean, I'm up on Rumble, I'm up on BitChute, and loads of other platforms. So do follow me somewhere. I would encourage you all, if you're not, particularly with what's going on with Bitcoin and the momentum it's got right now, get on that Orange Pill app and start connecting with other Bitcoiners. If you're in the UK, uh, my lovely wife is an admin admin for a great group called UK Bitcoiners. Well worth joining. You can ask questions there, providing it's Bitcoin. Um, There's just so much going on. It's incredible. And if you're new to all of this and you want to earn yourself 10,000 sats, for free, you register using that link you see, which is in the show notes. And then you download the app and sign in with the email you registered with. And away you go. You're going to get yourself 10,000 free sats. I have to give a shout out to the show sponsor, uh, The Best of Exmoor, a website with over 200 cottages in the southwest corner of the UK. Whether you are looking for a seafront cottage whether you're looking for a cottage that houses up to 21, animal friendly, all nearly 10 out of 10 ratings on TripAdvisor. It is worth checking out because Chris, the guy that runs it, is a Bitcoiner, has been down the rabbit hole the same time as me, and he accepts Bitcoin. There's the red circle that shows you where it is in the UK if you are not from these parts. So very, very quickly, It is well worth checking out the Best of Exmoor because every one of us likes to take a nice vacation, do we not? And to be able to pay in the future in Bitcoin to connect with um, Best of Exmoor on the Orange Pill app, they're on there as well and build a relationship and to be able to, in the future, maybe book a family holiday and stay out of the crappy fiat system and pay with Bitcoin. You can do that, or you can pay with crappy fiat. So they're well worth checking out, in my opinion. Very, very quickly, if we shoot over here, we will see that 48 days to the Bitcoin halving. 48! my. Goodness, where is that coming from? It is galloping towards us. And then 900 coins a day gets cut in half to 450 on top of all this you know, demand that is wanted by the, what they call the new nine, all the ETFs, watch the video at the end. You will not want to miss this video at the end. I'm no expert on what might happen with supply squeezes, demand crunches and all that stuff. But the person at the end is, and I'm telling you, you won't want to miss this one. So things are looking good. Things are also looking good with the price. Look at that. Uh, Just under 61,000. Sure, we got up to 64. You can see a bit of a correction going on there. But here's the thing, people. Right now, you are only getting 1,641 sats for every dollar you got. I remember when I was talking just a few months ago, it was 4,000 sats per for every dollar you had. So it is dropping like mad. Before I get in and see who we got in the chat, let's have a look at this one. And there's a reason. This is the top assets by market cap. You can see gold is up there. Microsoft, Apple, Saudi, Aramco, NVIDIA, they're all up there. But look at Bitcoin and how close it is to Meta. I reckon with a little bit more of a pump, we're going to flip Meta into ninth position in the world. This is absolutely crazy, people, if you don't get that and you don't get off zero and stack as hard as you can you must be absolutely barking mad nuts. You must be. Okay, so let's see who we've got in my chat. Bear with me a second. Um, I see, I believe, a couple of new names. That's what I'm always looking for. New blood finding finding this channel. So important. So Bitcoin Meister, he pounded earlier. Don't know whether you're with us at the moment, Adam, but thank you. Uh, John G's in the house, a great supporter. Uh Judah Lyon, uh good to see you. Uh blessings to you. York, Yorkie Bitcoin is with us. Chaz is in the house, good to see you. Chaz uh G Squared, Tyler Bitcoin, stacker of last resort. Get in there. Love that name. Go and orange pill that client, dude. Um, Elaine Mrs. UK, she's uh coming in from uh well, downstairs. Uh good to see you. JB Bitcoin is with us, Lance Hoddle is in the house, Jean Vrashore is with us, Stephen Redding. Checking in from Florence Airport, heading to Lisbon, then Madeira for Bitcoin Atlantis. Stephen, have a great time. Whoever's going, have an awesome time in Madeira. If I weren't so passionate about stacking every bit of corn I can, I'd have been there. But right now, I'm stacking corn because this thing's going wild. MW from the Spanish Islands. Good to see you, buddy, as always. Um, MP Wilson is in the house. Sam Wright, Michael Weber, stacking Richie, Mike Dooley. Troy is with us. Oh, crikey, Darren Jarvis, Vinny Rondo, Oscar the Cat. Um, Who else have we got? Mike is in the house. Bitcoin Meister is back. Good to see you, Adam. Johnny Midas. Hey, dude. It's always a pleasure when you are in the house, John. James Legris Jersey Bean. Hey, look, I could just spend the whole show just saying hi to all you guys in the chat, but we got to get through some stuff. So let's get going. I wanted to start the show with a short video clip Um, if I come back over here because... I remember when this lady uh, became the UK Prime Minister and she was trying to put some policies in place. I don't understand all the politics, but maybe, just maybe, they ousted her because she was onto something, particularly when you listen to this short video clip about what she says on who controls what. Well, she's talking about the UK, but this could be anywhere in the world. Just have a listen to this. It's only one minute.
1: Because what I found out when I got into number 10 is I thought that if I got to the top of the tree, I would be able to implement those conservative policies. So you that think get once you're prime minister, yeah, I as go, a little
2: girl, i think hey, if I get prime minister, I'll be like Churchill, change the country. Exactly. That's not how it works.
1: Exactly. And what I discovered was that I was not holding the levers. The levers were hel- held by the Bank of England, by the Office of Budget Responsibility, they weren't held by the Prime Minister or the <laughs> Chancellor. And I think that's a massive... hold on, hold on, hold on. That's Hang a on. massive Hang problem. On.
2: Hang on, You're saying the Central Bank, the Bank of England, is one of the things that controls... Are you a conspiracy theory person?
0: <laughs> we all like, are.
1: What, like, you're you're what, MAGA. What, what I'm saying, Steve, is that if the Bank of England governor can't be sacked, and the Prime Minister can be sacked,
0: <laughs> Who's then in the charge? Bank
1: of England governor is going to have more <laughs> power than the Prime Minister... And that is a problem in a
0: democracy. And I thought that was fantastic, you know, in terms of it just shows you that you may be a president, you may be a prime minister, but I tell you what, you are a puppet. And if they need you gone, whoever they are, you are gone, people. And that is why I am so passionate about people stacking Bitcoin to give them and their families an opt out of a system that you can already see is corrupt and could get very totalitarian down the road. And so I always say, you know, got Bitcoin, you might want to get some uh, just in case. UK Bitcoin Farmer, you're only a few minutes late. Good to have you. Uh, Right. So let's get back to some stuff. Right. Here's an exciting thing. Now, this is a few days old. Remember, I only go live Mondays and Thursdays. So in between, a lot can happen. But here's something to ponder. Bitcoin has only spent 81 days out of its entire existence. Above 57k, so we've got all the upside in front of us above 57k, which is absolutely mind blowing. So, this I'm talking to you now. If you are new to this, wondering if you should get some, wondering if you've missed a boat. You know, this asymmetric upside is all in front of us, people. And right now, the sats that we get for the dollar are dropping because the price of Bitcoin is climbing. And, you know, who would have thought, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, that we'd be in the low 60,000s when we were hovering at 48, 49, etc. And then all of a sudden, we see the, the run-ups that we saw, which were mind-blowing. In fact, hang on a sec, I've got something here I'll just share. Let me just get rid of that one. Ah, okay, well, it's gone and disappeared. I did have it there. Nope. here we are. Yeah, it was this one again. Look, I don't know what date that is. That's too small, but I can't see Friday the... Twenty, I can't quite see what date that is, but, you know, 51. And now, I don't know, maybe a week, we're 10K higher or 20% higher. Um, Just hold, people. Just hold and you'll be okay. What else have we got that I want to cover with you? Okay, this one. Bitcoin ETFs are eating gold ETFs lunch. What do I mean by that? On the left, you can see the gold ETFs, $92 billion, That's taken since 2004, so 20 years. In the first month or so of the Bitcoin ETFs, that's nearly taken half of what it's taken gold 20 years to do. In the first 30 or 40 days of the ETFs trading, flipping heck. This thing, people, you've got to batten down the hatches. This is absolutely stupidly crazy how early we are and where this thing is going to go. Stack now before it's too late. I can't, I can't urge you to enough. This one, I, sur- I saw this Google search volumes uh, for Bitcoin, ETH, Coinbase, NFTs and Uniswap. Look at Bitcoin up there in black compared to all the others that are sort of flatlining. People want this it is coming of age. You've got the big nine in now. Love them or hate them, they're here. They're going to pump your bags if you're a Bitcoin holder. If you're in this for number go up and you want to have a better life for you and your family, they're all going to pump your bags. This thing is massive. Now, of course, what you then have is the Nation states, the banking industry, etc., they want to push back against that and they'll do everything they can to try and stop it. And the way they're trying to do that is CBDCs. Now, particularly in America, uh, Europe needs to catch up. You've got senators like Ted Cruz that are introducing legislation to block central bank digital currencies in their own particular jurisdictions. It says here, uh, Senator Cruz introduced the CBDC Anti-Surveillance State Act to block the Federal Reserve from issuing digital currencies and limit their use. No, absolutely. Because, you know, they are so surveillance. They are so know everything about what you do, where you go, what you say, what you spend your money on, what you eat, how often you fart. I mean, it's Sorry, it's ridiculous. You know, what is facing us with CBDCs? Absolutely crazy. And then, of course, on the flip side, you got articles like this from the Bitcoinist. Bitcoin is unstoppable. Uh, Bitcoin continues to prove its worth as an ultimate store of value, gaining widespread adoption in hundreds of companies uh, globally. This pioneer crypto has successfully surpassed previous records to achieve new all-time highs in 14 different countries compared to their own currencies. um, And they're grappling with economic and financial crises. This is the place to be. Bitcoin is gathering momentum against fiat currencies that are going to zero against Bitcoin. If you don't understand this, you must jump down the rabbit hole and learn as fast as you can so that you know what you're investing in and why you're investing in it. Mike, MSB good to see you, man. Uh, Lance Hoddle's in the house as well. Good to see you, uh, Lance. Um, so what else have we got? Um, this one from News BTC, an expert predicts Bitcoin at 750k as Fidelity advises 1% to 3% allocation. Somebody corroborate this for me. Did I hear this right over the last few days that BlackRock are talking of maybe they should allocate 28%? I, I heard it somewhere on a podcast. Maybe somebody else has seen that podcast or can, you know, confirm or deny that, but I certainly heard it somewhere. And just imagine... If they did do that, absolutely mind-blowing. In a major shift within the financial industry, Fidelity Investments, with its colossal $12.6 trillion in assets under administration, is now recommending that the traditional 60-40 portfolio model should evolve to include a 1% to 3% allocation to, I'm going to say, Bitcoin specifically through its spot Bitcoin ETFs. This groundbreaking move is not just a nod to the burgeoning Bitcoin market. I hate the word crypto, but there you go. Uh, But a potential catalyst for unprecedented demand, potentially channeling hundreds of billions of dollars into Bitcoin. Get some! That's all I need to say. I saw this on LinkedIn and it was from Juan Fonseca, I believe. If you knew that MicroStrategy just bought $150 million of Bitcoin, which takes its holdings to over $10 billion, or that the Bitcoin ETFs are amongst the most successful ETF launches ever... If you knew that BlackRock just held a conference with its top 100 clients and presented them the case for a double-digit Bitcoin allocation, if you knew that Bitcoin is absolutely scarce and that in the next few years, millions of millionaires will be competing to acquire but a tiny fraction of the available supply, if you knew all this, would you start buying? Maybe he is but he's not letting on and he's knocking it and slamming it to keep the price down so he can stack more. Um, I haven't got a clue if that's true or not. I'm just thinking out loud to uh, my audience. And in fact, here's what happens every time. And thanks MW for the heads up. But um, I think it was yesterday. did, Did Coinbase have an outage? Because it happens every time there's a major pump. Coinbase can't, can't deal with it. And you know, everything freezes. Apparently, I think um, Invest Answer said that many Coinbase people their balances showed up as zero and they were freaking out everywhere. That would be enough right now if I had any coins on Coinbase or any exchange to get them off because you must have your heart in your mouth if you have anything substantial. And if Coinbase can mess that up and maybe get their you know their their, their clients' balances that should read X Y Z in Bitcoin to zero. That's enough to give you a flipping heart attack. Get it off exchanges. Anyone watching this right now, if you have any Bitcoin funds on any exchange, get them off those exchanges right now. That's not financial advice. I'm just warning you. Do not come into my chat down the road crying over spilt milk because you didn't listen to what I'm saying and then all your Bitcoin was gone. For whatever reason, an outage, the exchange's ledger going pear shape like Coinbase's obviously did, the software played up or whatever it did. Imagine if those people's balances stayed that way and they never got them back. I liken this to uh, we've got a a right debacle going on in the UK where the post office actually sacked loads of postmasters over a decade ago. And they said that they were corrupt, they were stealing money because um, that, that they were milking money. And yet it was the post office's corrupt system that failed. Some of these people went to prison, they lost their homes, and it took close to 20 years for them to get any recourse. You don't want to be in that position. If you've got your Bitcoin on a hardware wallet, you can't be in that position. And if you've got it on an exchange, you might never be in that position. But what if you are? You're screwed. Get it off exchanges, people. Do it now. What else? Matthew Sparks on LinkedIn. If Satoshi Nakamoto had taken environmental concerns more seriously in the early days of Bitcoin, then the network's huge carbon emissions may have been avoided, say, experts. F U D FUD. They're still spewing out FUD. That I mean, in in Europe right now, I mean, from what I can gather from a young lady that was on Natalie Brunel's show recently, Europe are just closing their eyes to all of this innovation and trying to push through bills that is just going to be like ar- archaic. Is that the right word? Um, I don't know. Something from the dark ages, you know. Not allowed to host your own wallet, you know, your own private wallet, etc. I don't know what it's looking like, but it certainly don't sound good. So what are we doing? And this narrative is still out there about these carbon emissions. And no one will dig, dig in and look and understand and see that Bitcoin is helping clean the world up with this energy efficient Bitcoin mining using stranded gas, etc., etc., drives me flipping mad. It really does. But you got that going on. You got Robert Kiyosaki's a bit of a one minute, he's one way, next minute, the other way. But you know what? Um, His book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, has been on the New York bestsellers for donkey's years. So, you know, he knows his stuff around money, but does he really, really, really get Bitcoin? But central banks will push for central bank digital currency to spy on us, I'm buying more Bitcoin, says Robert Kiyosaki. Now, the key here is he's got one hell of a reach to people that follow him. And he's saying, I'm buying more Bitcoin. Couple that with BlackRock and Fidelity and all the other stuff. Then you've got Trump with Vivek Ramaswamy talking in his ear about Bitcoin. Trump is not pro-Bitcoin, but he is at least talking the right language because obviously Vivek is probably saying, you want more voters? You want to win the election? You need to pull these Bitcoiners in, dude. So just, you know, they'll say what they need to say, but you just keep in mind why he might be saying what he's saying. But the point is... If you are in Bitcoin now, if you have stacked and you are stacking, you are front running what is coming. And what is coming, I'm telling you now, I can't quantify it, but I feel it here, it is going to melt faces. It is going to rip faces off. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. No financial advice here, no price predictions here, but if we can do a 20x in the 2017 bull run with Retail only. Why can't we do a 20x in this bull run with all the institutions, BlackRock, Fidelity and all the others pushing Bitcoin forward? You know, messages everywhere, billboards, adverts on TV. Why can't we do a 20x? And I'm not saying we're going to do a 20x, but why couldn't we? Just keep that in mind. James Van Stratton tweeted, I think when Bitcoin hits 100K and becomes a 2 trillion asset, the FOMO and money leaving assets, gold ETF flows, etc. and deposits leaving banks could be big enough to start or cause a systematic credit event. I'm not saying it will. He is. When Signature and Silvergate collapsed, we didn't have the ETFs. And now it's even easier to move capital into Bitcoin. Just Think of that. You know, an incredible tweet, a thought provoking tweet, in my opinion. Stack Hodler, this is quite an old tweet, but I th- thought it worth mentioning. He tweeted at 69K, Bitcoin was in a super cycle and people couldn't get enough. And at 16K, Bitcoin is dead and people feel overexposed. Price changes perception. But Bitcoin remains finite digital property backed by the world's largest computing network. I still think that's mega valuable. And so do I. People are saying when they say 150k, they're saying, really, it's a bit out there. It's a bit outlandish. Can we really get there? Well, I'm not saying anything, but I know, I know where this thing is going, bar a catastrophic failure. This thing is going to eat the financial world over time, bit by bit, day by day, week by week, month by month. That is coming. Nico tweeted, love this one. Wall Street thought it would capture Bitcoin, but it's Bitcoin that will capture Wall Street. Don't you just love that? We've already done it, haven't we? You know, they're now putting adverts out on Wall Street about Bitcoin. It's already happening. And that's gathering pace behind the scenes, in my opinion. Dr. Jeff Ross, he's been a guest of my show, BitcoinInterviews.com. Elephant in the room. The 2021 Bitcoin bull market was an anomaly. People who think it was normal and or expected to peak at 69k will almost certainly underestimate the 2025 Bitcoin bull market. Exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm not a financial person. I'm a regular guy that's had nearly seven years deep down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, eating information as fast as I could physically get it inside my pea-sized brain. And I just know that they're all right. And this thing is coming. It's so exciting, people. Be ready for it. 61.2 now. We're looking good. <clears throat> okay. James Lavish. Um, he's been a guest on my show, BitcoinInterviews.com. Somewhere high up in a building at the corner of Wall and Broad Street, a man in a suit suit, stares intently at a screen thinking he knows what Bitcoin is going to do next. Not a clue. Look, I don't listen to traders. I don't listen to analysts. But there is one analyst that I'm a bit of a fan of. Some of you may not be, but I am purely because he's data-driven, he's been a Bitcoin bull since 2017, and he is so big on Bitcoin is going to eat the world's lunch. And if you remember what the thumbnail said about by mid-2025, all the Bitcoin could be gone, what do I mean by that? Rather than me try to explain it, let James at Invest Answers explain it to you. It's about two and a half minutes long, and I just needed to share it with you guys because there is a supply crunch and a demand crunch or squeeze or whatever terminology you use that is galloping towards us. And like he says, I'm not predicting this, but if the current trend continues, this is what would happen. You listen to this.
2: Now, when you analyze and break this all down, I'm going to show you this chart from uh, Slate. And it shows you a couple of different things. So we'll start with the lines at the top. There's the what I call Supply Crunch Illustrated uh, updated supply metrics over time in millions. It's a log scale as well, so don't let that confuse you. And you have the current supply on the right in that purple color. Then you have green is illiquid supply. And then you have the other kind of purpley color. I don't know why they choose these colors. Liquid supply. And then yellow is very liquid supply. And then the red in the middle between the yellow and the purple on the far left is the exchange supply.
0: Right. Let me stop it there for a minute. The beautiful thing about me running this video out on live stream out on YouTube is once this is done, if this is too much for you, go back and start this clip again and slow it down if you need to and understand it. There's the one bit of advice I would give you. You've got to understand what he's saying here. So he's just explained the colors.
2: Okay, now let me try and walk you through this slowly, because uh, reading log charts can be confusing too, so I'll try explain it. Now, in 30 trading days, as I mentioned, the Bitcoin ETFs have sucked in over 300,000 Bitcoin under management, and this showcases the significant buying pressure and the massive impact on bitcoin supply and de- supply dynamics which i am obsessed with supply and demand and numbers and this drives a potential for a supply crunches i've been talking about for a long time so it's great to see an article on this now the analysis pointed out that if the inflow rate like blackrock's initial daily average of 6266 bitcoin continued the liquid supply of bitcoin could be fully absorbed ...by the year-end, with liquid supplies exhausted by mid-2025, call it June-July time-frame. And this underscores the looming threat of a supply crunch due to ETF activities. And projected absorption, again, of Bitcoin supply, should the current pace of Bitcoin acquisition by the newborn 9 ETFs persist, it's projected 1 million Bitcoin could be under management by June, and with the entire liquid supply of Bitcoin, approximately 1.3 million Bitcoin could be absorbed by September... And this aggressive acquisition rate indicates a significant tightening of available Bitcoin supply, potentially leading to the mother-of-all-supply squeezes. This is just absolutely, completely stunning. If they continue with what they've been doing for the first 31 days, we're going to be out of Bitcoin. And we're going <laughs> into having. Okay, super exciting. So basically, what this says is this. This little chart here. The amount of time we have left before we get the mother-of-all-squeezes Again, if the data is correct, which I think it is, we have between now and mid-2025. And then, then we see crazy things happen at price that we've never seen before in Bitcoin. This is, this has been my Bitcoin thesis, why I've been obsessed with it since 2017 for this moment. And it could be here mid-2025. So let me know with a like if you're excited yet, because I certainly am very excited.
0: And I'm certainly very excited. Now, listen... <clears throat> whatever your thoughts are on, you know, someone like James, the thing that I'm impressed by, you know, some, some Bitcoiners call him a scammer. I don't. Okay. He is just data driven. And like he's always said, if something outperforms Bitcoin, his data information, he will swing away from Bitcoin and go to it. Now I wouldn't, but he would, and that's okay. So people like him help people like me understand why I'm holding on to my Bitcoin for dear life, because I can't do what James does. I don't want to learn to do what James does at my time of life. So for me, all my eggs are in one Bitcoin basket. I'm quite happy. And when he says with all of his data that this thing is going to go absolutely loopy by maybe mid 2025 and all hell could break loose, that is going to give me and my family <coughs> excuse me, an incredible future. Sorry, last time I put the mute button on, I ended the damn stream early. There you go. So that I find that pretty damn exciting. I don't know about you. Hold on. That was my own doing. Sorry, I'm pretty healthy at the moment. Okay, so let's pull the show together. You know, I love um, quotes. I found this one. Think about this. You must allow yourself to outgrow and depart from certain areas of your life with a gentle sort of ruthlessness. For me, what that means is I love my family dearly, but I've divorced myself from their thinking, their mindset, And I still love my family, if that makes sense. And I'm always here if and when they're ready. And when we're not talking Bitcoin, I love my family, spend time with my family, etc. But, you know, for me, I've just taken a different path in life. I am open to what's going on in the world. I'm hungry to learn about what's going on geopolitically, the macro environment, because why all of that, all of that, determines where Bitcoin's going to go, because it's all interwoven, in my opinion. But again, what the heck do I know? Yes, I had to do that, Brian, lost all my family. Yeah, Mike it's very, very sad, but I haven't lost my family. They know my thoughts. They know that I don't want to ram anything down their throat anymore. But they are going to come to me, you know, at some point and go, holy crap, you were right. Holy, holy, holy crap. And I won't ever say I told you so, but they'll know if that makes sense. And it's hard when somebody's sniggering at you behind your back, when you see them roll their eyes just because you turn up with something like a Bitcoin hoodie or T-shirt on. And if they roll their eyes, if so, oh, here he comes again, nutcase, we will see people, we will see. Um, James does a great daily Bitcoin info. He does. I watch every one, John. Absolutely superb. Um, So people, look, um, I don't know what else to say to you all. Um, In in fact, actually, there's one thing I do want to say. You don't need to support the show. I keep saying this, and, and you don't, and I'm okay with it. But for those that would like to support me because this isn't monetized, then you can drop some sats if you want. There's four addresses. You can buy me a cup of coffee using that QR code with crappy fiat from anywhere in the world. Three quid, I think it is. You don't need to do that either. But that's for those that would like to support me. You don't have to. So that's it, peeps. Um, I didn't say this at the top of the show, but do retweet this. If you're on Noster. Repost it please. This the link to this show has gone out on Nosta as well. Um, it goes up on Rumble about an hour or so after I finish the show. I will start editing for Rumble. It goes up on BitChute, it goes out on all the podcast platforms. So if you're listening, thanks for being here. But do share me where you're listening, would really appreciate that. Um and then one last thing. I implore you all, please go back into the show after the live stream has ended. Refresh your browser and leave a comment. I don't care if it's thanks. I don't care if you're a lo- you're an idiot, what a load of rubbish. It doesn't matter because every time someone comments, it keeps this current on YouTube or Google searches for longer. And my mission in all of this is to just save one person Or two, or 10 or 200, but at least one from getting wrecked by some VC scam coin. I don't want that to ever happen to anyone. And when it does happen, it hurts. It pulls on my heartstrings because I care about people. Beyond that, thank you, each and every one of you, for joining me. I appreciate it. Um, Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing. I'll be back on. Monday. Yeah, today is Thursday, isn't it? Back on Monday. Don't forget it's leap year today. So weird. I'll be back on Monday, 6pm London with another show. And hopefully the numbers might be up again. We're hovering around 60,740 at the moment. 1,647 sats for your dollar. Hey, you got $10 lying around. You can get 1,600 sats. No, 16,000 sats, I'm sorry. If you got $100, you could get 160,000 sats. Why wouldn't you want to go do that? That's it, people. Thank you for being here. I'm going to leave you, as I always do, with my social media links. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. This was your Bullish Bitcoin Show for the 29th of February 2024. I'll be back on Monday. Have a good one. Don't forget to drop in the comments afterwards. ta da